In a world full of prescription drugs for healing and living reactive lives, Fit to Succeed podcast is here to encourage, educate, and empower you to make decisions for the longevity of your life. Hi, I'm Natalie Jean, a mom to four boys, a wife to a SWAT sniper, gym owner and fitness coach, and a huge advocate for establishing healthy habits that are sustainable so you can achieve success, fitness-related or not. Here we talk about physical health as well as mental and spiritual health. It's a place where you discover what success means to you and where your health is a major contributing factor. Get ready to be inspired. It starts right now. Hey guys, welcome back. There is a beautiful day here in Arizona. We are here recording this in the month of October, near the end of the month. And it's funny, I always just, every year I'm so ready that... Um, Halloween is when I remember is like, that's when like the nights are chilly. So our days are beautiful. Sun is shining. We have family coming in town, um, as I'm recording this. So, um, excited about the weekend ahead and uh, I'm super excited about today's podcast episode as well. Today I did, I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm doing a Q and a, so about a week ago or so I had posed a question on social media on my stories that went to Instagram and Facebook. So if you don't follow me, I would love to have you interact with me there. It's Natalie Jean fit on Instagram and, um, we can kind of connect there, but I did pose this question of like, I wasn't super specific, but it was like, what questions do you have around fitness, nutrition, exercise, running, weightlifting, family, faith, um, exercise, uh, all like kind of a long list of things. So, um, I did get a couple of questions back. So I am doing three questions today that I'm going to answer based on that, uh, survey on beautiful social media. So we'll just dive in super quick here. The first question was, how do you prioritize which of those are the most important during a specific season? And she was referring to uh, my long list of exercise, nutrition, running, weightlifting, supplements, family life, parenting, marriage, faith, etc. So her question being, how do you prioritize which of those are the most important during any specific season? So if you don't listen to anything else in this podcast, this is what you would listen to. And this very moment of what I'm about to say is what you need to stick with you for your ever forever. So how do you prioritize what's most important in seasons? And, uh, we'll get into seasons, uh, here in just a second. That's the next point. But, um, this order is critical to your happiness, your success and everything. Uh, God, your spouse, your kids, uh, relationships with people, and then everything else falls under that. So your work falls after all of that. Um, your, your business, whether you're an entrepreneur or you work for a company or whatever the case may be that falls after God spouse, kids, relationships, and then everything else. So that being said, when you're looking to prioritize what's most important, I just keep those things in mind. And then your health actually like falls into all of those beautifully and in a, in a healthy way. So for example, your health is related to God. 
your health is related to your spouse. Your health is related to your kids and your health related to your relationships, your health related to your work, everything kind of hinders and falls on your health. So for example, um, for God, your health and God and how that relates is if you've heard in the Bible, the, the passage it's first Corinthians verse, uh, or six nineteen. Um, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. That basically means your body should be treated with the highest level of respect and dignity. So when you put God as number one in your life, that also entails your health. That also entails your spouse and your health with your spouse now is, um, uh, there's, this is probably a whole nother topic, uh, a podcast episode, but for example, I'll give you one example. A couple of years ago, when my husband and I went hiking the grand Canyon room to room to room for our anniversary, it was one of the most physically challenging things I've ever done, but there was something about physical activity and hiking that grand Canyon, going through something physically hard and mentally hard, um, that there was like this, like this bond that just like connected us, uh, even more. So, I mean, we've been together for 20 years now, but, um, the, you know, we've done dates where like, we're going rock climbing. I mean, that's been a long time. That was probably even before kids, but doing date night and rock climbing, or we work out together and there's just like this bond that happens and same with that. And your kids, like your kids are witness to it, that your kids are, are watching you take care of your health and prioritizing that in everything that you do. So, um, the, to answer the question, how do you prioritize, which is most important always think God, spouse, kids, relationships, and then everything else. And then your health falls into all of that beautifully. As I just mentioned now, the second part that I just wanted to bring up, excuse me, is, um, seasons. So it's funny because my husband and I were just talking about this the other day, because he, had this, uh, uh, idea, this opinion that season, like talking about this different seasons of life is kind of like a cop-out or maybe they're like an excuse for not working out. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm just in this season. Um, so I definitely agree that there's a fine line to that, but there are seasons, right? Like when I had newborns, my 5am workouts were not happening. <laughs> Who knows if any workouts were happening, uh, to any degree. I mean, I know, right. Like I did the best I could with, with that season. Um, summertime is a season as well. So I, uh, wasn't doing workouts at 5am. I slept in like the kids and I didn't do my workouts until 9am. I will say though, I like the 5am workouts just because you get it in and you get it done and out of the way. Um, there's seasons like nutritionally, right? Like the holidays are coming up. I don't stress out about like the, the extra goodies that, uh, happen because of tradition and that sort of thing. I mean, I don't splurge. Sometimes I do. I am intentional and try to think about not splurging, but my nutrition during the holiday season is different than my nutrition in the January season. And I think that's just a natural thing. So there are definitely seasons, like literally seasons, like you'll eat probably healthier in January, like I said, versus December. Um, and then there's these seasons of your life where you have little babies and then you go and walk into a new season of life. So, um, but even with that said, 
it comes back to the God spouse, kids, relationships, and so on. And it's just having that strong foundation at home, um, having a strong marriage, pouring into your kids, having family meals, supporting each other at events and all of that. When you kind of prioritize all of that and your health is an aspect of that and a huge plays a huge role into all of that. Um, that's kind of how I think of it. So it, it is a tough question to say like, oh, well, no, you just, uh, you do exercise first and then, um, weight training and it just doesn't work like that. And I, I know there's a stigma around the word balance, but I do believe there's balance in life. And it's not a balance. Like if you think like one side, um, weighing the same as the other, but there's this balance of, uh, sometimes my family, uh, is hugely needed me at that time. And I can't work out, but then there's other times where my family doesn't need me quite like that. So I can do more workouts. So there's this balance of, um, of all of it kind of intertwining and working together. So I think you just have to really look at where you are in your season, in your life and make sure though, that you are prioritizing your health. You're prioritizing it, it, uh, with God, your spouse, your kids and relationships that you have. So that's question number one. Um, oh, and actually I wanted to touch on just kind of to extend that a little bit. So then maybe the question around, okay, how do you prioritize like running and cardio versus strength training? So I did want to touch on that for a minute. Um, so my number one advice would be, um, to focus on strength training, that's resistance training. So adding weights to your, um, to your workouts and not just walking on the treadmill, running on the treadmill, doing the elliptical. Although those are all great things to do. Strength training is where you're going to really see and feel the most different. Um, so I would encourage you to, to change it up if, if you're just doing the cardio stuff, but then number two, so strength training would be my number one recommendation. However, number two is to do what you enjoy the most. So if strength training isn't like you hate, maybe you hate it. I wouldn't start there. If you don't have a, a routine going for you yet, I would definitely focus on something that you enjoy. Maybe it's rollerblading. Maybe it's playing softball. Maybe it's, um, uh, swimming who knows, but doing something that you enjoy because then you're going to stick with it. But then I would recommend that you add in some strength training as well. And then third part of that, um, and that will close out this question is to have a goal. And I know that people talk about this all the time, but it's critical. That's why people talk about it all the time. Even me, um, having a goal changes how I approach my fitness and my nutrition and my family and my faith is having a goal. So, uh, you know, running a 5k or preparing for a turkey truck coming up, uh, being able to do five push-ups without like being on your knees, what they call the girly push-ups, right? Um, another motivation or another goal was, um, or is having like an event, maybe it's a vacation coming up for me about a month ago, I had my high school reunion and that was a huge motivator for me just because I wanted to feel good. And when I feel good, I look good. And it's not the other way around. It's not when I look good, I feel good. It's when I feel good. Like when I know I've been taking care of my body, when I know that I've been eating good foods, I've been uh, training my body. 
uh, and doing the strength training and doing the running, like I feel good. And so I look good because I carry myself with a, a level of confidence. So having an event or uh, a vacation that's coming up is a huge goal, uh, a huge motivation. So setting a goal around just being healthy and feeling good for that. Um, so that is kind of, that kind of wraps up that question. Um, how do you prioritize which of those are the most important during any specific season? So I hope that was helpful. Question number two of three, um, how do you trust supplements that you're buying and that they actually work side note without spending a fortune? So I have a lot of conversations with people every week. And one of the biggest pain points that, uh, and headaches that people have is that they are spending a fortune trying different things, seeing if it works, how do they not really know that it works? And granted, I don't have a perfect answer for you. This is something to think about. So the supplement industry is a global industry worth billions of dollars. I think we all know that it's also projected to grow continuously and rise, um, even more in the foreseeable future, as much as $210 billion by 2026. But this is because people are becoming more proactive about staying healthy. And I love that because I am all about proactiveness and not reactiveness. So supplements, although it's like this huge billion dollar industry there, people are paying attention. They, they don't want to be on prescriptions. They would rather learn how to take care of themselves and everybody's different. So, um, so the supplement industry, although it definitely like everything has its negatives, this is definitely a great positive that people are taking their health into their own hands. So this part, this next part is specifically my opinion. So take it with a grain of salt, but in my opinion, the things that we see on the shelves at GNC, your local grocery stores, even Costco are mass produced. And most people are just reading the words on the bottles. So some of that being like, quote, nature or supports heart health or clinically studied or research verified or weight management, so on and so forth. These things are written on bottles. They're written on the front of the bottles, on the back of the bottles, uh, natural nature, um, you know, organic is great. It has to be definitely, um, true organic. Um, that's great. And on bottles, but all these other fancy words, it's just marketing. And so for me personally, I am very skeptical. I don't trust, um, things on the shelves at the grocery store. And, um, for years I decided not to really take supplements because I would rather not take it and know that I'm not taking something rather than taking it and being like, Oh, I wonder if this works, if it's really actually good for me or not. So then it still, it begs the question still. So what do you do? Okay. So here are my three tips on supplements in the industry and, and really what to do with it. So number one, um, and again, this is my opinion is to consume foods with few to no ingredients. Um, everything like organic meats, vegetables, fruits, and healthy fats. You stick to a diet like that. You'll get a lot of nutrients, um, from those foods. Um, but there are some cases that supplements are needed. 
and or are highly recommended. So for example, vitamin C, maybe you don't live somewhere like Arizona where it's sunny and shining, uh, like 360 days out of the year. So maybe a vitamin C would be a great supplement. So the first one here being know yourself, like know, um, maybe you're vegetarian and you're not getting a lot of protein. Maybe you are dairy free and you, um, you know, that you're not getting enough calcium. Like you have to know yourself in order to kind of know where you should even start or what you should even look for. So that's number one. Number two is, um, all around researching the company and the brand. Um, not all supplements are created equal and, uh, hopefully you know that, but do your research. Like you have to, you have to look it up and, and if you don't want to, that's, that's on you. Right. So maybe, maybe you find someone that you trust and you're like, what do you use? What do you recommend? And then you just trust them that they've done the research. And I'm sure even if you're listening to this, you probably follow someone on social media that you trust just because they, um, provide a lot of value. And so, you know, like whatever supplements they recommend, you trust them and you take them, you go, don't go out and do all the research on your own because you have this level of trust with that person. And the same goes with uh, a company or a brand, you know, read reviews. Uh, and if possible, there should be like a product line that you can call and ask all of the hard questions that you have, like, tell me about this supplement supplement. What does it have in it? How does it work? How do I know it's going to work? Um, I will say most companies, this type of thing doesn't exist. You can't call someone from Costco, their product line. They're going to be like, um, how can I help you? You know, they, they just don't have such a thing. Um, but also know that it does exist. There are companies out there that you can call a product line, ask all your questions. They will answer it. Um, maybe the, there'll be things that you are so grateful you now know, and you can move forward with your decision, uh, on what you do. So number two is, is do your research. You are responsible. And if your research is just trusting someone else that has done the research and you trust them, I think that's perfectly fine at some level we're not going to know everything. I'm not going to know everything. I'm not a scientist. I didn't go to school to study all that, but at some point I have to have to let go and trust that this brand, this company, this person knows what they're talking about. And granted, we're all learning, uh, as the more we know, right. Um, so we're all not perfect. And even that person that you are following on social media, they might recommend something today and then down the road, it might be like, oh, you know what? That actually isn't all that great for you. So, um, it's just doing the research and trusting and having faith. <laughs> you gotta have faith. Um, and then the third part of the, uh, supplements is to, to like, if they, if you know that they're going to work for you, and this is just a tip is to take them with meals, um, eating primes the stomach for the absorption. And it's, um, basically initiating, initiating the cascade of digestive process that optimize the bioavailability of the vitamins and minerals. So basically when you eat food and you take your supplements, your body absorbs it better than if it was on an empty stomach. And this is for most, um, vitamins, nutrients, supplements, that sort of thing. So ultimately, how do you trust supplements that you are buying and that they actually work without spending a fortune, do a little bit of research, try it out. Um, 
talk to people. Um, and in my opinion, I don't trust, uh, just the things off the shelves, um, without looking into it further. So that's question two. And last and final question. Um, I love this one because it comes up all the time is how do you stay motivated? And some of you have maybe heard, um, the, the saying before, like, something like, uh, it starts with motivation, but that's not where it ends something, right? Like I'm not motivated every day to brush my teeth, but I'm motivated (laughs) to not have cavities or gross looking teeth. But how do you stay motivated with your health, with your, um, relationships with your kids, with all of the above. And, um, my two pieces of advice here is consistency. So it's number one is consistency, which turns into number two, which is habit. And the definition of habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. So could you imagine how awesome it would be to have this habit of working out something that's hard to give up? Um, but that's ultimately what consistency leads to is habit. And I can tell you from experience that it is hard to give up, um, being someone who's into fitness, like missing workouts, someone that doesn't, um, like to miss workouts or, um, is consistently showing up to, to exercise. Um, I have, it's been years and years of this consistency and habit building. So consistency is not five or seven days a week for a month. And then like you fall off consistency is say if you're new to all of this is maybe two to three times a week, but it's over weeks, over months, over years, over decades. And you get to a point and you truly honestly do that. You miss it. If you miss your workout, um, and my podcast episode last week with my dad, he talked about this. Like he walks every single day because he doesn't want to miss it. He doesn't want to break his, uh, um, his track. Uh, I can't even think of, um, the word now, but, um, and ultimately you're in this for the long game. It's not, and I talk about this all the time and it's so hard for people to understand, but it's not about losing the 10 pounds by next week or at the end of the month. It's like, it's a long game. It's your health. It's a journey. And like I said, I've talked about this on previous episodes, but it's just, it's your life. This is your life. It's the long game. It's not about losing the weight. And then the last part here um, that I want to touch on is the way to also stay motivated is that you need to create a, a different identity. So that just means it's an, I am statement. I am healthy. I am fit. Um, if you keep telling yourself like, oh, I'm just so lazy or, oh, I'm just so fat, like you are creating that identity for yourself. And that is what's holding you back from getting to be the person who's healthy to being the person who's fit. So you have to change this identity that I am a healthy person. So even for me, like closing my gym was like a huge identity, um, 
like struggle because it was like, I am a gym owner. I am a fitness person. If I don't have my gym, like, am I a fitness person anymore? So that was definitely a struggle that I went through. Uh, so it's, it's this, I am statement. And even if you don't, if you're not a healthy person right now, if you start to identify yourself as I am a healthy person, you're going to eat healthier. You're going to exercise more Like you are going to embody that person. So, and this goes for anything. And that's probably a whole nother podcast episode too. But, um, so I'll just leave you with this. That motivation is what gets you started, but consistency habit and the identity you have about yourself around this topic is what keeps you going. So those were the three questions we uh, touched on this week. I would love to do more episodes like this. So uh, engage with my stories on Instagram and Facebook when I pose more questions in the future. And I, uh, I hope you guys all have a great day. We'll check in with you next time. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. My hope is you found some inspiration, motivation, and the tools you've needed to implement healthy habits into your life and never underestimate what you are capable of. It would also mean so much if you would subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. Until next time.